freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcasts subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode it's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be talking about English and history, falling by the wayside, kidnappings in Mexico, and a continuation of Brother and Sister Day. Well, first things first. What up, sis? What up, brother? What is it? What's going on? How you living? I, I, you know what? I'm doing real well, and I'm gonna tell you why. I got I, I, I owe you an apology. Okay, uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, my sister about to apologize. Let's stop the presses. But go ahead, okay. do your thing. First of all, relax. I do apologize. I don't know what this thing is that people like Jonna doesn't apologize. I apologize. You put your full government out there again. You, it's you, not my full government. You know what? It's not my full. I never say my last name, so it's fine. But it don't matter if they look on our Instagrams; they're gonna find us. But this is back to back weeks. You right. put yours and our brother's government names out there. I never say our last name, so it's fine. That's true. All right. Okay. All right. So, what you apologizing for? And anyway, honestly, you could find you can I'm a cursory Google. You can find me. It's not yeah, 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 this, yeah, uh, we had a slight debate i don't remember if this was on the show or on the after show um but our brother said he heard it on the podcast so it must have been on the show because i don't okay. think it i said that the best trail mix chips thing was the checks mix cheddar that's what you and said you, and you said absolutely not it's mm-hmm. munchies and so i bought a bag of munchies and damn it the Dorito Sun Chip Cheeto Pretzel combination, it's it's heavenly. It is. Told you. I, I gotta be honest with you. It's heavenly. And I was at the grocery store today and I saw the checks mix and I was like, no. <laughs> you know why? Because I had a bag of munchies. <laughs> and they're all right. <laughs> so Look. I appreciate that. I appreciate you putting me on. Look, let me tell you something. During the pandemic. Costco would sell uh, what size bag is that that you have? It's like how many ounces? Like I have an eight ounce bag. Okay, so that's a that's a bigger one. That's the bigger one, right? It costs like five dollars or something like that. No, this one costs like three dollars. It's like the medium size. No, that's the small size. The medium size is something like twelve ounces. Okay, right? it's a twelve ounce bag. At Costco, they got like a twenty five ounce bag. Oh hell. Mm-mm. And during the, at the during the pandemic, I, like I would go. I would go to the one in Northeast, the Costco in Northeast, because they said the liquor, mm-hmm. the liquor. The I would liquor. stock, I would stock up on the liquor, and I would get two bags of the munchies. And I was thinking to myself, well, I know the liquor is going to last me at least a month. Mm-hmm. 
typically non-pandemic time, it would last me two months, but pandemic. You home. You home and you are slightly depressed. Well, I wasn't depressed. Uh, I was free, but I was bored. Yeah. <laughs> so so when I'm bored, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tend to reach for the bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't, none of them last me for two months, right? The bag of munchies lasted two weeks. Yeah. And the liquor lasted a month. This I would cr- ounce bag lasted two days. I, I'm surprised it lasts two days. That normally is a sitting for me. Like on a Saturday night, if I'm not doing nothing, <laughs> I'm gonna pick a I'm gonna pick a funny TV show or a funny movie, and I'm gonna put the I, look. Now let me tell you something. Here's a here's a little. What do they call it? Uh, cheat code. It's not okay. a cheat code, but it's something else. Is, is, mm-hmm. is life hack? Damn, right. you would think I would have figured that out. Life hack. Here's a life yeah. hack. You get the munchies. Mm-hmm. And then you get you some smart pop popcorn. Mm-hmm. Smart pop. Smart pop. The original. Okay. And then you get you some trail mix and you put that in a big trough. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned this. You mentioned this. Okay. And that's a good evening. That is. That's, well, that's, that's that's one thing. It's it's not smart pop, it's smart food. That white cheddar popcorn in the black bag. Now that I'll sit there and eat that whole bag. You like you like smart food. I like smart. Pop. I like it, and you get the you get the white cheddar. It's a it becomes a paste on your finger. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, actually, from um, oh shoot, what was that show? Lady Hulk. She Hulk. She Hulk. That's yeah. it. Not I Lady started Hulk. eating it with chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I started eating it with chopsticks. She was eating Cheetos with chopsticks. I also do that. Um, I mean, it's just smart. You don't get the stuff all over your hands. It's but smart. part of part of the joy is licking the stuff off your hands. No, your hands are disgusting. Don't. No, you wash your room. hands before. First of all, I wash my hands before I eat anything anyway. Well, yeah, but you're touching your phone. You're touching the remote. You're, touch, you're touching stuff. Your hands are gross. Yeah, you're right I mean, about that. I always feel like. I can't wash my hands enough. My hands are gross. I think the grossest thing out of the three things that you said, when you said your your phone, uh, your remote, you said something else. Um, but let's yeah. just stick with those two things. Yeah. Right? The grossest thing is the phone. Because the yeah. phone comes to the bathroom with me. Yeah. Well, I wipe mine down. I do take an antibacterial wipe and occasionally wipe my phone down. You don't wipe you. You don't mess around get pink eye. Well, I- <laughs> Let me knock on some wood now. Don't don't don't, don't give me no wipe bad juju. Down. After we film this, go wipe your phone. Or wipe me down. Ladies and gentlemen, wipe your phone down. You nasty. You've been putting it on. Every time you go out somewhere, you sit it down on a table. You just sit your phone anywhere, and then you touch your face, and you wonder why the side of your face breaking out. Your phone is nasty. Well, Watch your hold phone. Hold on. Ain't nobody using it. Ain't nobody touching it with their face because nobody talk on the phone no more. That's what you talking about? Nobody. <laughs> I do, but literally to call people over the age of 50. Like that's our parents. It's just our parents. Like that's that's the only time because texting with people over 50 is just it's too much. So uh, our mom and dad is pretty good at it though, at texting. Daddy don't ever reply fast enough. I'm trying to help a <laughs> it was, sometimes I send dad something and two days later I get an LOL. And it's just like it's, what you been? What like you been a, doing at home? A boyfriend, it's just really bad. I'm like, what have you been doing? You didn't see what I sent. It was funny back then. It's not funny now. 
<laughs> bland LOL. Put <laughs> you that six weeks ago. No, uh, uh, uh. no, I just call. Forget it. Yeah, well, if my phone ring, I look at it. And then I look at the name and I'm like. Yeah. Do I feel like doing this right now? All right. And and only the thing that freaked me out is when mom and dad will call in the middle of the afternoon on a work day. I'm like, who died? Who died? Right. I just wanted to, I just wanted to, I just did mom because mom. She's notorious mom. for calling you in the middle of the day. Mom but does that. But I also call her in the middle of the day, so I can't even get. I don't call mom in the middle of the day. I, do. I like, don't call me in the middle of the day just to say hi. Wait until normal hours because my heart's going to stop as soon as I see your name. One time mom called me at like nine o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I know somebody is dead right now. Yeah. Just, just want to say hi. Just want to hear your voice. I'm like, ma, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Somebody died. Somebody Please. died. Oh. That's, yeah, that's no, that's true. No, I will call. I will. And I'll sit here and we'll both be on our computers working on FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like to listen to her gossip about, you know, co-workers and stuff like that. You know, mom can do that. Mom yeah. and dad both. <laughs> yes. I love I love when they talk about work. Dad always got some story. He always got some story. And the best storyteller I've ever heard in my life is our father. He can tell a story. And I mean, you got the exposition, rising action, the climax, denouement. Like everything is perfect. He is a perfect bell curve of the story arc. That he tells, and you're you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. There's jokes sprinkled throughout. You get a house laugh every two minutes. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> top tier, top tier. That thing about one the, printer. so, the the printers, the printers. <laughs> Somebody in his office ordered printers, and they were for everybody in the office, and they were real cheap. Well, they were real cheap because they were huge. And Dad said, I said, Dad, how big is that printer? Is it the same as our printer at home? He said, yeah, if you put one next to it and two more on top. I said, <laughs> <laughs> and when he sent me a picture of a ruler standing up next to that printer on his desk, I almost died. <laughs> I had the best time talking to our parents on the phone. The best oh time mom is some gossip dad you're gonna get a hilarious story about his dad and oh, I, oh that made my face hurt yes i love talking to our parents i, I feel you know i feel I, I always feel bad for people who don't have good relationships with their parents you know i mean it's not like we don't have ups and downs with our parents but we can give them a call and you know they're still here they're still relatively healthy um, so we're really blessed in that, in that regard. Yeah, we are. Our parents are hilarious. They, they are. If you wonder where we come from, like how, why do these two random siblings think that they can have a <laughs> podcast and it actually works? It's because of them. It's because of them. It's because of them. It's because of them. And childhood trauma. Oh God. So much childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> so much <laughs> so much it makes the funniest people oh goodness how how the hell did they have 
three kids when they was both 27 years old. Right. And, oh. and broke. And broke. Broke. <laughs> broke. I'm talking about B R O O O O O O O E. Okay. Now, what was that word did you use? Denigatant? What was that word you used? Oh, denouement. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> speaking of denouement. <laughs> You sent me an article. No. What? <laughs> what? I I love that segue, but go ahead. <laughs> that's what we do here. We do we do uh good transitional segues. That's yeah. that's how we do this over here. And we typically don't. We typically have very abrupt segues. No, that's not true. I'm always planning for the segue. Just sometimes you get long winded and I forget. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's the sibling happy hour. So I get a little happy the longer yeah. the show goes because I'm sipping on the scissor. Not technically right. scissor. I'm not sipping on no scissor. Yeah. Uh, but that would be me. You... <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, you're not. Anyway, so you sent me an article about mm -hmm. basically English and history majors, which we both are. Yes. And we never used it. <laughs> but <laughs> We're using it now. What are we? This podcast, I feel like we're using it. Oh, okay. All right. I guess so. Uh, but th those th those majors are going by the wayside now. Yeah. Uh, you sent me the article. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and break it down for the people out there. What, what's really going on out there in the world when it comes to English and history majors? So it's an article. Um, well, it's actually two different. Was it two different articles? Well, there's one in the New Yorker. The end of the English major. And basically, uh, and I think I sent you one from the New York Times also talking about, I think that was- No, you sent me the one from the New Yorker. Okay. Well, there was- I had to join. I had to join to be able to read the whole thing. Look, oh, they're going to stop behind these paywalls. Look, give me a little something, something. You know, Nobody's we... actually getting the physical copy of the newspaper or mm -hmm. the news magazine. Nobody's getting that. Anymore. Not unless they're moving. That's the only time right. I get some newspapers when I'm moving the stuff it is for the boxes. Right. I yeah. mean, just, nobody's doing it, you know. So and, them kids, and them kids is using the newspaper to wrap their books. Do they still do that? No, nobody does that. I don't okay. know what year you think this is, but no, no one does that. All right, go ahead. Um, but, uh, yeah, it started from actually an opinion piece that was in the New York Times, and I kind of spilled over, and I was reading and ended up on the New Yorker. And uh, it's basically the death of the humanities in, mm. in colleges, even liberal arts colleges. I mean, they're... Um, they're finding that enrollment and not even tied to anything, like not even tied to the economy or anything like that. Enrollment is just down for the humanities everywhere. And of course, when you think of the humanities, I think a lot of people immediately think of the English major and think of a bunch of people reading books and sweaters with patches on the elbows. And you're not wrong. Yeah, I, I think Dead Poet Society. Yeah, you're not wrong. You think a, a liberal arts college, you think of like Sarah Lawrence or some <laughs> Vassar or something like that. Sarah Lawrence, is that a real college? Yes. Okay. Because Sarah Lawrence was a character on uh, Arrow. She was a black canary. But yeah, anyway. that's <laughs> not who the college is based on. 
At all. Not, uh, okay. the, not who the college is based on. That's only Sarah Lawrence I know, but but go ahead. Go, go but ahead. um but you, you have a lot of kids that uh they were interviewing, I call them kids, but you know, college are you kids. Y'all are kids in my yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Um if I'm old enough to be your mama, you're a kid. So <laughs> <laughs> So they you know, they were saying, you know, I like I, I I like to write, I like to read, but you know. STEM, business, economic, these are the majors that we're going for. These are the ones we think will make us the make us the money, right? Um, which is actually they ain't wrong. It's it's not true. Like the data doesn't show that English majors make less money. We have more in loans and it takes us longer to pay them off. No, it (laughs) said you had less in loans, but it takes you longer to pay them off. See, you ain't even read it. We got less in loans longer to pay them off. Right. That's right. Yes. Um, but what people are forgetting is so important about the humanities and why, even with this story and a lot of colleges mulling over the idea of cutting the humanities, um, because Which is of incredible. Moment, yeah, I it just boggles my mind. You know, when you when you study something like business or accounting, because you know I love to get on accountants, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what about this podcast. No, I've don't put it on this podcast. In. This is you. This is your situation. What, I don't know what has got me in accountants' asses, but it's I truly have no problem with accountants. I don't know why I do this. Our dad is basically an accountant. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a finance man. He's yeah. a, I never I when I was a kid. Our brother I, is basically an accountant now. Yeah, yes, yes, mm-hmm. he did. Yes, that's true. What you what they doing? Accounting for some money. Accountant. That's yeah. what it is. They looking at numbers. <laughs> Look at that number. Both, maybe subtracting, maybe dividing. We don't know. No, they ain't doing none of that. They just punching numbers in the spreadsheet. Yeah, you doing a lot of work on Excel sheets. <laughs> but maybe a calculator's but, involved. Maybe you're beyond that. But you study things like business and accounting, you know, for example, and you're not necessarily reinventing the wheel, right? You're just learning how the wheel works. And and all of its different iterations. But when you have something like like you, like a historian, right? You're not just learning how the wheel works, but when did it start and why, right? Somebody like our younger brother, who's a political scientist, is looking at what the wheel is working for and for whom. You have English majors that are also looking at the why. Like, what you learn in the humanities is how to think creatively. That's one of the one of critically, critically and creatively it's, it's critical thought and creative thought. And one of the things that has really helped me in my career. And one of the things I've really been known for is innovative process creation, like thinking about, okay, how can we make this better in the most efficient way or in a way that we haven't thought about before? Mm-hmm. And I got that these unique approaches to problem solving, I got that because the fact that <laughs> the fact that at my graduation from college, dad said, I thought you was just doing book reports. Because <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> 
dead, <laughs> sir. Excuse me. Excuse because me. The dean got up and explained what the English major was. It is a research and analysis concentration, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it. That's what we're doing is research and analysis. And Dad said, "That's what you've been doing. I thought you was doing book reports. Why? <laughs> Why would I be here? <laughs> Why would you oh. do that?" Wow. It not only teaches research skills, analytical skills, critical thought, creative thought, but comprehension. A lot of people can read. A lot of people can't comprehend what they read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's I think I think the humanities have done a bad job of marketing itself. You know, STEM gets out there and markets itself. Hey. Learn. Also, well, STEM is connected to technology and yeah. like, Tech. think about it. What we majored in are two of the courses most of the time in high school kids hate. Yeah. Right? Like, nobody liked English and history classes. I love One, it. I personally didn't like any classes. <laughs> Same. <laughs> personally, didn't like any classes. But when we got into English, and I talked about it on my Talking Straight-ish with Bruce Anthony that you can find on our Patreon page. Uh, <laughs> plug, 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 plug. And I talked about uh, when we got to Shakespeare English class, I was through. I was like, yeah, you can go. Is, if we if we reading and doing book reports, all right, I mean, this is boring, but at least I can like fake my way through this. But with Shakespeare, like I could barely speak regular English. You're going to throw Shakespearean English in there with me? <laughs> like, but, once you, but once you understand it, but, mm, it's really funny. Mm, like there's a reason why Shakespeare is performed throughout the world, is translated in all these languages, and it's been enduring. One, because he was black, but two... Wait <laughs> That's my own personal opinion. That's my own personal opinion. <laughs> Where are you getting that, that opinion from? That, that's kind of been a rumor. It's always been out there. Well, they, that's what they say about Abraham Lincoln. He was the first black president. And listen, I seen pictures of old Abe. Hey. He looked like the Kimbe Matumbo to me. <laughs> no, he didn't look like the damn <laughs> Kimbe Matumbo. <laughs> Just put it out there. So, so there. they're so they're basically saying that you know kids just not choosing those as their majors anymore no they're they're choosing but i think it's not a reflection of the major itself i think it's a reflection of the lack of marketing like you gotta get out there and let Uh, them know what exactly you're gonna be doing if you major in english if you major in history if you major in philosophy okay where it can go where you can let's talk about that now what can you do with those majors research and analytics where's the money in that there is in in research and analytics you got business analysts data analysts data science all types of stuff but you do that and if you go to business if you go through the business route and you go through a business major you, you get to that point right but what are you losusing that you're getting the critical thinking and decision making skills when are they are getting the critical gaining, thinking but are you gaining creative thought to be innovative. Well, you know, not everybody has creative thought, right? There's a reason why people are artists and statisticians, right? Like English major is for the people who would be interested in the English major. Well, also that had the the mental makeup of somebody that could 
process that type of stuff. Like, yeah. just because I want to paint, don't mean I can be a painter. Right. I let me tell you, I can't. I did a painting <laughs> sip once. Now, just disregard the fact that alcohol was involved, but it didn't turn out great. It no. wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Look, I'm I did a paint by numbers. Masquiat. Look, I did a paint by numbers, and the shit still didn't turn out great. Really? Not yeah. even the paint by numbers? Well, no, okay. The paint by numbers did, it was going to turn out great, but I didn't realize how many numbers it was going to be and how many different numbers it was going to be, right? When how I got it, it, man, it was like 23 different numbers. That's not a lot. I no. thought you were going to say like 200. <laughs> no, but the 23 different numbers weren't in, it was like 23 different numbers corresponding with a spe specific color, but they weren't like 23 numbers in one spot. So I could just focus in on that one spot. Yeah. It was like, oh, I need to, it's 23 right here. And then 15, I got to dip it in the glass. I was like, oh, this is real time consuming. I don't, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah, is not quick. Well, I didn't, I didn't need it to be, I wasn't painting a wall. I didn't need it to be quick, right? But I needed to not be so cumbersome. But anyway, uh, I think really, I think, okay, if you're going to, if these colleges want to market the humanities, they need to market how much money and in what jobs that yeah. you can actually be successful. Like people entering in, for one, to me, majoring in economics like, what the hell are you going to do with that? And I got right. a friend who majored in economics. He'd be like, yo, you throwing, throwing me under the bus. That's like. I like, mean, that's such a broad thing. Right. And then I think people think English major. Okay. So you just study in Shakespeare all the time. No, my concentration was actually in race, class, gender, and sexuality studies. That sounds about Every, right. Yes, of course. <laughs> Everything that I read and the courses that I took were geared in some way towards that. So no, yeah, I think I don't even think I took a Shakespeare class. I think I completely avoided it. Well, no, uh, you don't do Shakespeare in college. That's high school. No, there was a there was a full course on Shakespeare, and it is mm. much more in depth than what you're doing in high school. You um, know what class again, I wouldn't have been taking? We're not doing book reports. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> right, Dad. We're so not doing book reports. You, you take maybe three or four of his plays, and then you talk about something that occurred in society, and you're pulling from the plays to substantiate your argument, right? So I'm talking about, um, I don't know, just making some shit stuff up. I already um, said that's where, so it don't matter. Yeah. When'd you say it? I said I mean, it earlier. See, that that lets me know that you ain't paying attention to what the hell I'm saying. No, it lets you know that I cuss so much <laughs> <laughs> that I do not realize when cursing is happening around me. Mm -hmm. um, but if I'm talking about, you know, uh, 17th century English arist aristocracy, and then I use three of his plays to talk about the aristocracy of that time. But that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm taking the works and applying. You're not doing that in high school. You're writing a book report. But the professor doesn't want you to recite the book that they spent their whole life studying back to them. They already know what the book is about. They want to know what do you think about it and how does it apply to some larger ideal in society or culture or I've always wanted to say this word in conversation, and now I get to the zeitgeist. So it's like, <laughs> and in that a food uh, no, menu or something, zucchini. 
No, is zeitgeist is that not like a food? It's not a zeitgeist, <laughs> which sounds like a German ghost. Yeah, it, yeah, it was Casper's cousin on his uh, yeah. on the other side. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't talk about because he was into some things in the early nineteenth century. Whoo. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I would do a comment about history mm-hmm. and being a history major, but that was over twenty years ago, and mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember a whole lot. But mm-hmm. um, I know there were some classes that I really liked and some classes that I didn't. And if I was going to change my focus, because for some strange reason, I know what it was. It was my ego. Mm-hmm. My focus in history was Eastern European history. Why? Because mm-hmm. that was the most challenging. Actually, Russian history would have been the most challenging. Just plain straight up. But Eastern European history is in. Mm-hmm. That's included, right? Yes. So, uh if I could do it all over again, my favorite course was American history from reconstruction through the civil rights movement. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is dope. I even liked the class before that, um, where it did the colonies to reconstruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was like, that's, that was like, oh, okay, this is my, this is my niche. You know, this yeah. is, this is what I really Yeah, it's funny because I I liked stuff around that time. Uh, A lot of, I took a great class about women's writing in the antebellum South and uh, ended up finding, ended up reading a memoir of a white woman who owned slaves, uh, Dantignac, who is actually, we have a cousin, Eleanor Dantignac, rest in peace. Uh, who was also from Georgia and likely was owned by that family. And so I ended up doing an interview with Eleanor and playing it for my professor who, you know, loved me, of course, because it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> we we uh, <laughs> we we actually have like a real tangible tie in to this right. reading. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just like I said, I think you can't have everybody. As everybody can't be a scientist, everybody can't be a business owner, everybody can't be a, a goddamn accountant. You need some people, some creative people somewhere, and you need to nurture that in people and to lose out on the humanities just because of poor marketing. I think is just terrible. And I'm so, I'm sorry, but I've made a great career from my degree, and I've never had any employer say English. I don't really know what we can do with that. No, I've never had that happen to me. So uh, go to school. Like, go to school. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do better, colleges. Do better. Do better reaching out to these kids and letting them know what these majors are really about and what they can really do to contribute. The greatest thing that ever happened to me to my major, and it was actually a, a a major insult. And I realized I could see the person for who they were. And I was applying for a, a, a job mm-hmm. and I they gave them my resume and they were like, oh, Bruce, I didn't know you had a history degree. I didn't know you were smart. Wait, what? Yeah. Absolutely. Just, mm-mm. no, you didn't. No, you did not. <laughs> what does that even mean? Exactly.
All right, hey. sis. So you sent the other article that you sent me that you wanted to talk about mm -hmm. is that kidnapping in Mexico. Mm -hmm. I have a slightly different take on all of that, but you sent me the the article had a different spin. Yeah. On it. And I was like, oh, this is an interesting take. And I never thought about it in this way. I still, there's still my side of it that I'll get to later. Mm -hmm. But go ahead and break down for the folks what was basically the, the, the standpoint that you were coming from as represented in this article. Yeah. So um, as I'm sure most of America knows right now, um, for Americans, were traveling into Mexico. One was going there for a tummy tuck. Um, and shortly after they were, when they were driving through a border town, Matamuros, Mexico, and in a minivan when a gunman began open fire on them, one person was killed. Um, a, a bystander, a Mexican bystander was also killed. Another person was shot in the leg. Uh -uh. Out of the four people, that were taken, two were killed, one was shot in the leg. A bystander, it was a so bystander was hit. No, a by, a, yeah, bystander was a bystander, yes, a bystander yeah. was hit, mm -hmm. and then one person was untouched. But two of those, two of those four people that traveled together were killed. And one got yeah. one got a flesh wound. I believe it was three men and a woman. Mm -hmm. And the woman was going down there uh for a tummy tuck. The leading theory is that they were mistaken for Haitian smugglers. Um, but what this article in the uh, in the New York Times, kidnapping in Mexico draws attention to medical tourism industry. And it was really interesting because um, I know a lot of people who, you know, this is Atlanta. Atlanta is sort of like a black LA <laughs> in terms of the amount of plastic surgery you have here. Hmm. You know, there's a lot of ass shots, a lot of breast augmentation and people are going to other countries to have these things done. I mean, the stuff is these are elective procedures. They're not covered by insurance. Them BBLs. Um, BBLs. Yeah. Tugs. Some of y'all not, going to reputable people and some of y'all look like all your body went <laughs> below your waist and it don't there's a funny song on tiktok these bbls killing y'all and the thighs don't match and that is accurate some of y'all some of y'all need to look up the reviews on the people y'all going to, but they estimated about 1.2 million Americans travel every year to Mexico, Mexico being the, um, the most common place destination people go to for all kinds of procedures, bringing in about 5 billion into Mexico pre pandemic. Mm -hmm. People are going down there for cheaper prescription, you know, medicine, people going out for cancer treatments, dental, people getting their grills redone, you know? Yeah, that was what was surprising to me. Like I knew people were going down there for plastic surgery. I know a couple of people that went down there for plastic surgery, but the, the I heard about the meds, mm -hmm. like the meds are cheaper. Meds are cheaper. Like I didn't realize it was that prevalent. Um yes. The cancer treatments and the dental work, like dental work. come on now, y'all. Like, no, it's people real. can't afford. No, no, no. I mean, like people can't afford dental work in America. Like, how are you can, <laughs> but it's cheaper 
They have lower overhead costs down there. It's cheaper. Sometimes you're doing it to get around some red tape or restrictions or something like that. It's just easier to pick up, fly down, drive down to Mexico, have what you want to have done. The problem is it is largely unregulated. Yeah. <laughs> it is unregulated. They said it was the triple U, untracked, untraced, unregulated. It is incredibly dangerous to do this because a lot of times there you're not having any follow up with the provi- you going down there you having a procedure you shouldn't be flying because it opens you up to a risk of blood clots and these BBLs is killing y'all y'all need to listen <laughs> y'all thighs don't match. <laughs> Look, I saw a girl in the gym the other day, and it was clear that she had a BBL. Because it was just, you know, I'm a fitness professional, so I, I can look at the body and be like, I know what's real and what's not, except for breasts. Right. Most of the time, I these breast implants, they, they have been perfecting it over the last 50 years, and they have literally perfected it. But these BBLs are new. And sometimes the BBLs look fantastic. I've yeah. seen a couple. of, But, like, when your booty cheeks stick out so far, but your, but your quad and hamstring is so small. Your thighs need to match the ass that you are getting. You can't be standing on two bean stalks with a big old ass. And the the, the thing that I saw in the gym the other day it was her ass was laps, lopsided. Like mm-hmm. one was higher than the other. And I was like, oh, baby. I, it stopped me dead in my tracks in my in, while working out of the gym. And if anybody was looking at me, they may have thought I was looking at her ass. And I was, but yeah. not, in, not in the manner of which they not thought I was doing. I was like a medical professional. I was like, oh, sweetheart. <laughs> that's that's what I said in my head. Oh, sweetheart. Like no. you pay for that? No, don't pay for that. And, and it's back. like you gotta stick by it at that point because you got no choice. The, the revision surgery or whatever you need to fix it is is gonna be another bill. So now you gotta no, this is exactly how I wanted it to look. I wanted it <laughs> to look like two hams. Two hams on a stick. This is how I envisioned this. This is my. This is the body I always wanted for myself. No, two hams on the okay. stick. <laughs> on the stick. I don't even know how you can hold a ham up on the stick. You can't, and that's why these BBLs are killing. <laughs> oh, my hams God. cannot be supported on two chopsticks. Yeah. So that article opened up, and I know. Uh, look, medical costs in this country. And our and our ridiculous. The ridiculous. Our, our our healthcare system is just good God. We are one of the well. I would say we're one of the wealthiest countries, but that's not really true because we are in so much debt. <laughs> we so much debt, but we're supposed to be one of the richest countries in the world, right? And two things, three things should never be the case in this country. You should never have to worry about getting sick and not being able to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You should never have to worry about going hungry. Mm-hmm. You should never have to worry about not having a roof over your head. Right. We have abundance of all three of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get me started. No, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I, I was about to go on a tangent nope. about something. I, I, saw, I see the gears hey, I was turning. about to go on a t- Yeah, no, you I'm not going to do it. You sat up a little bit because you've been kind of <laughs> lounging in your seat. And then all of a sudden you're readjusting, you're sitting up a little straighter. Well, you know why I'm lounging, right? Because I got rid of the chair 
Okay. Because I had too many. You notice I'm not talking so much with my hands anymore because my okay. hands are by my side. So I got rid right. of the chair and I'm on this uncomfortable ass seat and my right butt cheek is falling asleep. So mm-hmm. I'm slunched down and putting a lot of pressure on my lower back, but that's neither here nor there. If y'all want to know the tangent that I was about to go on, I'm going to go on it. Yeah. On the After Hours episode. You can catch yeah. that on patreon.com backslash unsolicited perspectives. Yeah. Um, yeah, plug, no, so plug, plug, plug. the healthcare system in this country is so horrible. The dental care system in this in this country is so horrible. Like, okay, so if you're poor in this country, you can get on Medicaid, right? Older mm-hmm. people can get Medicare. Mm-hmm. You, If you're poor in this country and you're on Medicaid, you can get a dental plan for your children. Mm-hmm. There is a dental plan included in the Medicaid for your children but not for you. So that's yeah. the reason why you got so many jack jaw people out here in this world cuz they ain't go see a dentist regularly. And the problem occurs when you're working class. You ha- you make too much for Medicaid. Mm-hmm. But your job doesn't offer insurance. Mm. <laughs> so you have to purchase insurance out of pocket. And it's terrible insurance and it's expensive as hell. Yeah, I mean, we're not attacking Obamacare right now, are we? He did what he could do. Okay, we got to be careful. But let me tell you something. These insurance companies yeah. and their lobbyists mm-hmm. are a mess. Now, I did read some good news. United Healthcare has decided to make insulin and something else free. Okay. Uh, but it should... That, it, that's right. the hell it... The hell? Right. I, I don't. I don't even know how you can fight against making insulin cheaper because it costs so little to actually make. Like even if you just make it cheaper, you're still gonna make a profit. But that's mm-hmm. capitalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was at. I was at the pharmacy today. I went to pick up. I picked up five prescriptions. The lady in front of me was picking up insulin. And they were like, do you you know your copay is, I think it was like $270 or something like that. Was that for the year? No, for that prescription, for that insulin that she was picking up. Mm. And that's generous. I picked up five prescriptions. I paid 44 cents. And mm. that's just because my company offers a great insurance plan. And this woman was trying to figure out how she was going to get her insulin. Mm. I mean... It's trash. Yeah. It's trash. This this country's trash. I said this company, and you know what? I'm not wrong. I I misspoke, but guess what? I was actually right. This company. (laughs) Yeah, this country is a company. The United States of America. Incorporated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is 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 trash when it comes to taking care of its citizens. That's what capitalism is. That's the reason why I was that's the reason why I leaned up. You got you got straight. Your shoulders went back. I was like, mm-hmm. I thought you was flexing on me. I was like, wait, wait. No, we had a difference. We had the difference. I'm not gonna flex on my sister. I love my sister. Wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. Speaking of love for mm-hmm. my siblings, mm-hmm. last week we talked about, and yeah, I'm gonna segue because what I was gonna talk about in that kidnapping, I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm not gonna give. I had, let's move on. Let's, 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 let's move on. Let's, let's just move on. I feel like there's something there. 
Well, maybe I'll bring it up in the after hours. Okay. It needs to be uncensored. Let's put it this way. It needs oh, okay. to be uncensored. Okay. Yeah, that needs gotcha. to be uncensored. Um, but last week we talked about Brother and Sister Day. Yes. And this week, from from that point to this last week, I've been fell down a little bit of a rabbit hole thinking about the movies that we used to watch. Mm-hmm. And I know I've been blowing up you and our brother on yeah. the, the group chat talking about one particular movie yes. called Class Act. Now, Class Act stars Kid and Play. Yes. And Kid and Play did, as far as I know, four movies. House Party 1, 2, and 3, and Class Act. And in my eyes, House Party 1 had always been the best Kid and Play movie. Mm-mm. In my eyes, because it yeah. had Robin Harris, right? So right. it always it had always been the best Kid and Play movie. But as I'm watching, Who just seeing- comedian, by the way? Robin Harris? Yes. Okay. Well, because baby kids. No, it was actually, <laughs> it was actually this joke he did on his stand-up. Oh, <laughs> this uh, r- uh, this thick woman walked in late, and she was wearing like a silver lame dress. Okay, it's very shiny silver dress. And he said, "What you doing coming in here late, looking like a baked potato?" And I almost passed out. I laughed so hard. <laughs> and then it was this about how he only wanted to date an ugly woman because you could tell her anything. <laughs> he said, he said, bye, baby, I'm going to the moon. She was like, you be careful. <laughs> he might have a point. He might have a point. I might, maybe I might find me an ugly woman. <laughs> Listen, Robert, he, he might have had a point. He might have had a point. Um, but class act. Mm-hmm. I've been watching scenes from YouTube and this weekend I'm going to actually watch the full movie because I was like, yo, class act is freaking hilarious. It was, it was <laughs> hilarious in 1994 <laughs> and it's still, it's still <laughs> hilarious now. Truly, truly hilarious. And, and it just got me thinking about all those movies that we used to watch. I thought it was the same movies over and over again. And in essence it was, but it wasn't the same three movies that I thought we only watched over and over and over again. Yeah, we brought other stuff in there. What like what other stuff? Classic. I was like, <laughs> that was <laughs> Hold on. It was above the rim. CB4 Fear the Black Hat. Yeah. Class Act. Baby's Kids. Baby's Kids, we did watch a lot, yes. Um shout out else? to Faison Love and a great uh interpretation of, of uh Robin Harris. Interpretation or impression? Impression, interpretation. I, I say interpretation. Okay, well, you're the English major, so you yeah. know. You're the, you're the ink linguist. Yeah. The linguist. I don't think so he was were. trying to be Robin. I think he was interpreting Robin okay. through his performance. Yeah. What other movies did we watch, though? Man, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're digging for. We watched the same movies over and over again. That was it. No, I thought we watched more than that. Oh, we might have watched The Golden Child a couple times. We definitely watched The Golden Child more than a couple of times. Yes, because uh, I could literally quote that movie from start to finish. And Beverly Hills Cop 3, we watched that numerous times. Yes, <laughs> which I love all the Beverly Hills Cops, obviously. 
Uh, yes. For Beverly Hills Cop 3 has a special place in my heart. I, I, you know, people always complain that Beverly Hills Cop 3 is the worst of the three. No. And I'm like, no, nah, you're not really watching it. Eddie no. is hilarious. Eddie, <laughs> it's, and, and on stuff that clearly wasn't scripted. <laughs> Like the little kids smacking at the phone. <laughs> the little kid, the little kid scene. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Yeah. Type in Beverly Hills Cop Three and the little kid scene. Yeah. That little kid scene is hilarious because you know that wasn't in the script. Absolutely not. And, <laughs> and the, they just kept rolling. They kept rolling, and the dad said, "I'm sorry, sorry." <laughs> that never. I'm sorry, Eddie Murphy at Wonder World. Top tier. He top ran up those tier. stairs. Yes. If you didn't think that that was <laughs> top tier, you were not watching it. Well, again. Also, me, you, me, and my brother, you, me, and our brother, excuse me, you, me, and our brother like to find the small things that really make something funny where yes. it will slip past most people. Most people will be like, I don't get it. Like, how, how do you not get it? Yeah. How funny that is. Yeah. Axel, I'm the new DDOJSIOC. <laughs> the Ginger Ginger C? What's that? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. How do you know? I mean, first of all, what y'all also have to understand is half of the things that we say are quotes from movies and television. Oh, we have some people out there that absolutely get it because they reach out to me and they're like, I remember that. That was funny. And I'm like, yeah. see, that's that's the reason why you're a fan of the show because you get you My get humor. it. You yeah. get it. You get yeah. us. Yes. You were um, right by television. And uh, <laughs> we just loved movies and television. And it all just became a part of our the lexicon between the three of us. We speak in movie quotes. And we have since yeah. we were children. And, and it all stems back from me creating Brother and Sister Day. Brother and Sister Day. We also got some good feedback uh, about my interpretation of Brother and Sister Day. Yeah, no, that was a good interpretation. I'm actually speaking. Uh, I'm actually interviewing somebody in that episode will probably be up Tuesday. Mm -hmm. uh, a clinical psychiatrist that deals with trauma and depression and mm -hmm. things like that, um, which I think is fitting considering the fact that you broke it down to me. It's like, yeah, you know, your ass was depressed and just needed to uh, do something comfortable and calm. Yeah. And, yeah. And I was like, I was, I guess I didn't know it, but I, I didn't know a lot of things back then. I didn't know how much my anxiety and depression was. Me, uh, your panic attack in high school. That was the first time I heard of that. Really? Yeah. That, <laughs> Adam said he remembered. I did not remember that. I, mean, I was in the hospital. Like mom, I remember, I, but we didn't know it was a panic attack then. Uh, right. It, at that time, it was just like I had extreme chest pain. I couldn't stand up straight. I was woozy and, and dizzy, and I felt mm -hmm. like I was going to faint. Yeah. And and the school nurse was like, we need to call you an ambulance. I was like, am I, am I having a heart attack at 16? I didn't know what it was. <laughs> that's exactly how it feels, though. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's exactly how it feels. How I was it. like, I, I don't know what this is. And I don't... I can't remember that day. I don't know what triggered it. And it probably wasn't any one instance. It was probably a buildup of, yeah. of a multitude of things. I probably could have been chilling that day and yeah. something just triggered it. But 
yeah, they called the ambulance and they and they rushed me out. And I was so self-conscious about being rushed out in the ambulance because they they put me on the stretcher and they had the little oxygen mask because I'm mm-hmm. having trouble breathing. And they, they're wheeling me out through the main, you, we went yes. to the same high school, through yeah. the main entrance. And yeah. it's like people are getting out of class and like, oh, is that Bruce? What happened to Bruce? And right. all I could think was, as I'm trying to breathe, damn it. They're going to be talking about my ass. <laughs> I'm going to have to come up with a story for this. And then I go to the hospital and they run all these tests and they're like, well, there's nothing physically wrong with them. Mm-hmm. But at that time, nobody was like, nobody said it then. Oh, this is yeah. a panic attack. Yeah. I know now in retrospect, because that's not the only time that's happened. Right. Yeah. Like I, as I got older, I started wreck. You know what it was? Sopranos. Ah. I do, I do the Tony Soprano where uh, I haven't. Com- he passed out. I don't yeah. pass out. Mm-hmm. And it's rare when it happens. I think I've had, I don't know the number, but it's rare when it happens. But it does drop me to my knees and I have to lay out. Yeah. It will. There are times where I get dizzy and lightheaded and I'm like, oh, I need to sit down. And then you kind of got to tuck your head almost between your legs to try mm-hmm. and catch your breath. Uh, and they're just straight up panic attacks. And I don't have, I literally have no control over it. I tell you who told me I was having one, our brother. Mm. I was, we, was when we were working together at the same company and it was a normal day. I got to work. I sat down at my desk. I started, you know, turning my computer on and everything. And I was like, hmm, I just felt winded. I mm-hmm. said, let me go get me some, you know, go get some water or something, make a cup of coffee. So I went, got some water, got back to my desk, still trying to go about my day. And as it, it just kept getting worse and worse, I was like, I feel like I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is going on. My hands are tingling. My face is tingling. I'm like, what is what is going on? So I get up and I go and I walk to our brother's desk. And uh, by the time I get to his desk, full hyperventilating. Mm. And so he takes me into the stairwell and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. He's like, you're having a panic attack. Just sit down, put your head between your legs and breathe. And I was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> I was just chilling today, but it, it there was lead up to it. There mm-hmm. was lead up. I started getting headaches, and I was just feeling. I was feeling. There was lead up to it, and then boom, then it happened. It was just because of stress. But I was. I mean, that day I was just chilling, and so that's how I found out I had them. Yeah. He told me because he had been having them. Look, and and also, shout out to our brother. Cause he is the calmest when somebody else is going through something. Yes. Now he ain't calm no other time. That, that <laughs> was it was a shout out and a shot. It was a shout out and a shot at the same time. And I know you listening. In a bro. crisis, <laughs> in a crisis. Oh, he is solid. So much better than the two of us. <laughs> oh, we are not good in a crisis. No, you're the worst in a crisis. I have, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, how no, how you, am I the worst? You make terrible decisions. You completely break down. What, what, what talking about? What, what evidence do you have of this? <laughs> Number one, I you feel like you just... You started having seizures and you call the police? <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, you're terrible at a crisis. Adam was, what, I was like, hey, everybody just relax. Hold on, time out. Time out. No, hold on. <laughs> Y'all was both all right, ladies and gentlemen. We're I gonna am tell not the, good in a crisis. I will readily admit uh, that. All right, we're gonna end the show on this, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna tell the story of the time that our dog was having a seizure. Right? Okay. okay. I was at the house. I don't know why I was at the house. 
I don't either. I don't know why I was. I'm always at the house for some reason. For some <laughs> reason, y'all say I'm not there all the time, but for some reason, I'm always there. Anyway, I'm at the house, mm-hmm. and y'all come running up from downstairs. Bruce, you freaking all the way out. Yes. Bruce, Darcy's I'm having a seizure. I'm the one that discovered her. So I'm just like, oh, I don't want to see this. I didn't want to see her. Conv- I'm like, no, no, yeah, no. It was, it was, Someone else deal yeah. with this. I am terrible. I think I heard a noise in my house once and I went to grab my phone and I dropped it and I said, great in Jesus. a crisis, Jonna. I am terrible in a crisis. I will readily admit that. So you run upstairs and you're like, Bruce, Darcy is having a seizure. So I run downstairs. Sure enough, she's having a seizure. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. None of us know what to do. No. I think I'm 25. You're 21. Our brother is 20 or 19, right? Yes. So like none of us know what to do. So I called 911. <laughs> Even I in that moment was like, why? <laughs> what are look, they going to tell you to do? Look, it's 911 is an emergency. It's an emergency. And they and they told me what to do. They gave me the information that I needed. So yeah. it was actually a good idea. Because huh? I didn't know what to do. And I called yeah. 911 and they calmly told me, this is the number that you need to call for this. So obviously, I'm not the only one that had ever done that. But why did neither of us call my dad? Uh, I mean, what is mom and dad going to do? I, I don't know Tell where they were. They were at work. This was the middle of the day. We were in no, college. Ed, we were home. I wasn't in college. Adam and I were in college. What the hell was I doing there then? I don't know what you were doing there. Uh, then it wasn't. The, it wasn't a work day. There, there. It, it was. It had to be. They weren't home. But they, they could have just not been home. I don't think it was a work day. I truly don't remember. And there's only one person who would. Yeah, well, <laughs> and he's brother. determined to never come on this show. Never. never. And for all of you who are asking, stop asking. Because I, I get that question all the time. Is it going to be all, all, the, all the siblings going to be? No. 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 He, he don't want to be on the show. way too important. <laughs> In his mind. <laughs> to be associated with two a-holes like us. So, no. <laughs> he, he actually, you know, has things to lose. I mean, we all uh, got things to lose. Come on now. We all got things to lose. He actually has like a business reputation. Where I, well, 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 whatever. Yeah. Neither one of us do. So, he, you know, he's not going to be on the show, y'all. Would it be amazing? Yeah. But you never well, get it. Well, it might be amazing. The timing for all three of us could be bad but uh it would be amazing if we if we were all in the same room and had phenomenal video and audio equipment i don't think we don't need it just you just gotta be able to hear us just all they're gonna hear is (laughs) (laughs) that's all they're gonna hear but the truth is like there is a trifecta yes there is with the three of us and that is a missing part of that there there is a missing element to this show but he won't come on and that is what it is but on that note sis anyway class act is the best you're i believe you are correct that is the four films that they did together class act is the best one please watch it this weekend if you get a chance watch Uh, class act and you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it huh is it on tubi 
I don't think it is on Tubi. What is it on? We, I don't we know. know. I, you can find Class Act. It's probably on Netflix. You can find Class Act. It's on somewhere. We need to look it up. But let anybody, everybody let everybody else look it up. Everybody, on, you know what? Do your own labor. Yeah, do your own labor. <laughs> We're telling you what it is. Look it up. You got all types of streaming services. It's on one of them streaming services. Trust me. It's yes. probably on Tubi because uh, <laughs> everything is on Tubi. Because of course, yeah. Uh, you can get it on Apple TV for two ninety nine. Vudu costs two ninety nine. YouTube, you can get on to YouTube two ninety nine. It's two ninety nine everywhere. Amazon right. Prime, um, pay the two ninety nine. You won't waste it. Or it's you can be a- like me and steal it. <laughs> or you could steal it. That's also a possibility. <laughs> but uh, you know, let let uh, let the two Christophers get their residuals. That's right. You know. On that note, Jay, I forgot what your sign off was. Now that it's Women's Month. It's just happy Women's Women's Month, Women's History Month, Women's Month. It's I thought it was Women's International Month. No, it was International Women's Day. Yesterday? Yes, it was yesterday. Yeah. But the All month right. is I think there it's changed to Women's Month. I think it was initially Women's History Month. Um, but now it's just Women's Month. It's just a month for women. Just respect your women out there. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> and on that note, I'm a holler. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and don't. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, Audi 5000. Peace.